With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Fatback Four. Liverpool Three, United One. They're a fucking disgrace, you know, you there. Um, that's all I have to say on a good night and God bless. No, I'm only messing, I'm only messing, I'm only messing. Um, with me tonight, Grizz has turned up with chips with mayonnaise or something sort on it. I don't hope that mayonnaise is halal. Uh, Matt is here, was here at seven o'clock, was on time, um, supplied amazing internet for this show to happen. And uh, our new mate, uh, Indy, is with us. Um, really nice hat. He's really cold. He's a lovely yellow jumper on. Him. He's in great form. He's very nervous. Um, all that sort of stuff. He shouldn't be. He's sitting with three fucking idiots. So um, <laughs> you'll do fine. Um, here we go. Uh, Liverpool three. United won. Sixteen more wins needed. Um, all that sort of stuff. All that sort of uh, carry on. Ma, um, great win. Great win. Um, but they are a fucking disgrace. Absolutely disgusting. 19 points clear of the cunts. And it couldn't be more deserved this season. I... I I think he's going tonight or tomorrow. I, but I hope he stays as long as possible because he's getting deep into this club. He, he's fucking him up right to the core, and, that, and that's all we can hope for. Um, I've never seen such a bad United side come to Anfield, mm. and I, yeah, it's. I, I don't care. I, I'm so happy. I have no shame. I, I they've been cunts to us for about twenty odd years, so this is just payback now. Karma. What goes around comes around. Football works in cycles, and we're about to go on to win five league titles in like six years. <laughs> and Jürgen Klopp's the fucking boy. Yeah. Um, Indy, um, as nervous as you are, try to explain to me how good you feel after that game, after the 3-1 win, and after putting away a team that, in my opinion, came to Anfield, and despite the players they have, the manager they have, the stature they have, they went and they basically looked like a rich Brighton. Well, more like Everton. Do you remember the attempts, chart when we played Everton? It was like... Yeah, good show. 41-3, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Just anything that's not nil-nil or 1-1, or one, one, just the shithouse kind of game, then, you know, I'm happy. Just I just wanted it to play out like like a normal game, like with Tottenham or, or any of our other, other rivals, really, you know? Yeah, it's to me, it's... It, 
you know, like uh, Ashley Young came out last week and he says, we're going to Anfield to attack. You're a fucking liar, Ashley Young. Yeah, um, You know, God. like, it's just, <laughs> you know, like, I've seen the lineups come out. They have, they, they make a late change. Um, Smalling gets injured in the warm-up. Uh, Bailey comes in, or Boy, whatever way you, you pronounce it. And I'm just looking going, defender, 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 defensive midfielder, defensive midfielder. It was, it was a disgrace. Grizz, um, your reaction to a, to a good win, um, you finished your chips, fair play. Um, your reaction, please. Um, it's just, um, I think, a momentous day for football. I'm actually shocked to bits that football won. Just like Indigo was saying, I just wanted... No, not like Indigo was saying. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. I just, I just wanted I just wanted three points at the start of the day. I didn't give a shit how we get them. You know, I was like, like Matt was saying last week, I want the most offside goal, the most nastiest deflection, the most craziest decision right away. I just wanted luck and I just wanted to rub it in their faces. I didn't give a shit how it happened. But it just so happens that we footballed them off the fucking bar from minute one. And that was the beauty of it. And it, it, it just... I'm glowing, Gav. I'm glowing. I'm, I'm, I'm full of joy that I only had half a portion of chips. I'm that full, full of joy. I'm, 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 I'm trapped to pick this crop team and the way he's evolved us so quickly that we can. And, and, and as you guys have just said, they, 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 they picked a shit house team, shit house tactics, five, four, one or something, wherever that formation was in that first half, and we still managed to batter the shit out of them. We had no problem finding our rhythm. We had no problem finding gaps amongst, you know, at times 15 people in the area. 15 people. Who remembers that Firmino dribble when there was like 1,000 people around him and he still managed to get shot off? Yes. Chuffed to bits, mate. Absolutely chuffed to bits. Yeah, well, look, let's move on and... and, and um... Don't worry, you know you're going to get it, get it fucking hard later on in this. Um, but let, Matt, I'll come back to you. Um, the lineup for us, you know, I think most expected Milner to play right back. I think I, I think he had some. I think I read somewhere that he has had a slight injury and didn't make it. But Klein comes in. Um, the midfield was one that was kind of touted since probably Thursday, Friday, um, and the front three. But for you, Matt, when you're looking at that, even with Klein having to come in, and I suppose Lovren after a few games out coming in. Are you still confident because you know in your heart of hearts that these this opposition are just going to be an absolute shit show? To be honest, were you, were you happy going into it? First of all, I, I didn't think Milner would be right back. Oh, did Chris you know? told me on Monday. Nah, Chris told me Monday it was Klein. Oh, did he? He told me, he told me before uh, Napoli. Yeah. All oh, right. He, he said he's been doing very well in training, so I was I was full of confidence. Um, listen, Klein's been a worry. No one really knows what's happened with Klein. Um, and it's a Sunday as well. You all know what he gets up to on Saturday night. Yeah, it's balloon please, time. please, please. So please. I, I was Fucking shocked that he hell. came in. Um, but yeah, but I, I was thinking about it before. He's come in cold and maybe, I'm still a bit full of emotion now after the game, but maybe pulled out the best right-back performance of the season so far. I thought uh, he was exceptional. I, I thought he was unbelievable. He's making a big effort to get forward as well. Nathaniel Klein's in my pool at the top of the league. <laughs> Can't wait to see him lift the trophy. Him and Hendo sharing yeah. it. Hendo will take Hendo a shine off it. Hendo's got the uh, the lid yeah. on his head. Um, no, I thought he was absolutely for not. Yeah, he was unbelievable. And same again last week. You, you saw Matip came in cold as well, and he didn't put a foot wrong. 
we were talking about this just before the pod started. We've now got such a selection of players to choose from that the players are coming in where our starters from last season. So there might be a bit of worry from uh, for Klein coming in or for Hendo starting or, or Milner playing. Um, but that's just because we don't realise the, the strength and depth we've now got. And these players are very, very good players. Um, they might be better players than the team, than them, but they're still very good players. And the whole squad is now doing a job. Yeah. Remember that uh, season we went 13-14, we went through with, with 11 players. Mm. But this is completely different now. We are a squad. And you see the players on the bench as well. There's no frustration. There's no one getting mad. We're all backing each other. So Even when this line, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And you see him on Twitter and he's giving out uh, up the red man, good, good win and all this. And you just tell by where, what Klopp has done to this team. He's just turned us into... Uh, a, a team no no individual now it's a team and everyone's scoring and everyone's pulling in the right direction absolutely listen if any of you are um, any of you three are, have the um, periscope feed on your phone there in front of you and the sound is up on the phone just bring the sound down for me because it's just it's interfering come up, there's a bit of a comeback on it um, I don't know who it is but if you have a sound just drop it down um, uh, Paddy, Paddy, Paddy Lawson. Uh, Paddy, his life has been on to say three one. Get the fuck in, and um, we can all mirror that. I think. Um, Kevin Sullivan, uh, Robertson en- energy was unreal. Klein loved it. Uh, would have rubbed salt in with a Camacho debut. Um, yeah, I suppose he would. Grizz, um, for you going into the game, you know, it's, you you can be confident in these games. You know, if you feel you're playing really well and. You know, if this is Arsenal today or it's Spurs today, you're thinking, no, we're really good, this, that and the other. But it's all, it's all, United is always one of those where you think, oh, something could go wrong. But were you confident going into this? And then you see the lineup. Did, did, it, did, it, did it change your opinion at all? I, I, look, it's, it's one of those games where just, it's the old adage of form goes out the window, doesn't it? Um, it's always been that case with Liverpool Man United. You know, we used to be sort of, so many points behind them in the league and then suddenly we used to always pull out a performance. How many times do we remember sort of, you know, under under Rafa, you know, getting wins under Gerard Hulier, you know, we were quite poor in the league but we always used to go there. I remember the Danny Murphy scoring a winner sort of two, three seasons in a row. So, you know, form goes out the window in these kind of games and it was one of those, we're flying, they're shit, we're top of the league, they're like level with Bournemouth, you know, we've just come off Napoli, one of the best performances of the season so far. They've just come off a shit win and a shit loss in Valencia. So they had all the recipe of sort of, uh-oh, they're going to come and spoil the party, so to speak. But as I said, we just didn't let them. Confidence in... I was, I was confident that we're, we're a good team now and we know how to handle Dross. So I was confident from that angle and they are Dross, right? But... There's always that fucking lingering Jose factor in the back of your head and you think to yourself, well, he just lives for kind of one-off results. I mean, the poor lad, you know, he's finished at the highest level, in my opinion, and he's just, he just lives off getting one-off results like this. And I thought in the back of my head, will he do it? Will he, you know, I hope he doesn't fucking do it. But, you know, I was confident that we're a good team now and we know how to handle situations much, much better than before. And that's exactly what we've done. You know, especially when, when, we, when they drew one all. Many a Liverpool team from the past would have panicked, you know, maybe not as been as fluid from after that, but we came out the second half just like we started the first half and just really put them to the sword and finished the bastards. Yeah, um, can, I, can I add to that? Yeah, of course you can. On, on the point of 1 1 and sort of panicking, I think having players like Allison and Van Dyke, the difference is, is 
when when shit hits the pan, they just don't panic. You can just see in their face, just completely keep that focus. And it's not necessarily about making the errors. It's about the mentality of, of just continuing on at the high level instead of collapsing that people like Mignolet just... It, it, no but it, it, to, but. It's, it's just a complete belief, isn't it? Um, you know, this is it. Yeah. You know, t- Liverpool teams of the past uh, and not even... And, and other teams that face United, I suppose... They, they can see the goal against them and they think, oh, f- fuck it anyway. And they lose their heads a little bit and that's when you know you'd capitalise on these things. Not in a good footballing way, I just think they capitalise because it's 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 more mental than anything else. Grizz, going back to you and, and calling them Dross, I wouldn't call them Dross. Um, I think, and I've said this for a while, he's their problem. He is their problem. He, he, he has a group of players there and like you were saying, there's always the Mourinho factor and he can do this. He has a set of players there, Grizz, that don't want to do what he wants to do. They aren't capable of it. They don't want to do it. And that's why it won't ever work. He's the problem. He, he, he's trying to instill something in these players that is completely alien to what they are. Um, you know, the, Jordan the Week, but Jordan the Week, there was things like, who would you take, in, who would you take off United and stuff like that? And it, it got down, I wouldn't have any of them. I wouldn't have any of them. You know, Forced 11 does an argument, I suppose. But for me, like, I'd take Martial tomorrow and I'd take Rashford tomorrow. Absolutely, I think. Yeah, Klopp, sure, if, yeah. Klopp, if Klopp gets a hold of them two, I think they could be anything. I genuinely believe that because they have the pace, they've powered their intelligent footballers and them three ingredients with Klopp is a different ball game to, to with Mourinho and what he wants to do. But look, um, we move on. Indy, I'll come back to you. The first 25 minutes we're going to talk about up until the goal, um, it was a serious pace. It was a serious pace set by Liverpool and to me, after 20 minutes, I thought United were gone. I thought they, they can't handle this. They can't handle it. Um, do you think it was a deliberate thing to come out and really, really push them? Not go hell for leather at them, but control the ball, move it fast, you know, make the pitch make the pitch big for them. D- did you think that was a definite ploy or did you just think that's just the way it went because of their outlook? Yeah, I thought it was a definite ploy because just looking at the way they defended in the other games this season, you just see how fragile they are sort of dribbling the ball out into the midfield in particular you know you're just thinking please do that and they did so immediately we probably thought press them as soon as they try and bring it out because that's one of their weaknesses a season taking it out from defense and it's plays into our hands so yeah yeah I, I, to me they, they did look fragile and that's why you're seeing that like Matt when you like we look at their lineup and I said they're already defender, 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 but like I seen a graphic up on Sky Sports and they were trying to make it look like they were going three five two. They weren't. They were playing five at the back, they were gonna play yeah, two yeah. right in front of that, weren't they, Matt? And they were going to they, they they literally came and like Grizz said, I suppose, they were gonna try Mourinho with, even though they don't like it, and they were gonna see how long can we hold out here. It is Matt Mourinho's not even good at being Mourinho anymore. They came with five defenders two defensive midfielders and then packed another load of people in the midfield as well and we still had 36 fucking shots on them cunts 36 that's absolutely madness with, with the defence that they set up we should not We should be struggling to get through the, the difference is we used to in games like that last season we'd be getting the ball uh, about 20 yards out on one of the wings and putting a, a lofted cross in trying to just hope for something these days with, with that midfield we were just probing everywhere I thought that that midfield was so beautifully balanced we had uh, the two sixes sitting there when either Genie went forward or Fabino went forward the other one sat back a little bit 
and just there was just so many pockets of space for them to occupy. Even if we couldn't get through that that line of defence, it would come out to them on the eighteen yard box, and we could have a shot. Um, I, I thought I thought they were absolute shocking, but our midfield completely dominated them. Mm. Like Kevin, which Kevin. is amazing because it was it was so changed from Napoli and everyone was talking about how good the performance was against Napoli as well. Yeah, like like Kevin Sullivan here is saying they, they tried to come out with a five two one two system. Um like that's just that's just fucking madness. It it really is and and like it, it must be a belief in Mourinho because he's looking going, you know, if we push high up the party they can do us on, on a on a they can do us on a counter. If we if we if we make the pitch compact, you know, like say from halfway through air half to halfway through their half they can get in behind us and alright most teams will sit back but from from for Manchester United to show up there today and try to do what they've done was, was criminal in my opinion and like I'm not going to say I'm not going to go as far as to say I feel sorry for United fans having to watch that but you would have to question seriously what you're willing to watch with the, with the standard of player they have you know I, I had a conversation last night with, with a United fan and I was saying to him Pochettino with that side comes out and plays us and does I I think could 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 beat us with that team, the way he wants to play. He just has no confidence in his players. He doesn't he doesn't encourage them to to do what they're good at. It's 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 just crazy. But I don't know, Grizz. Um, let's get on. Fourth goal. Um, Fabino, brilliant, uh, a brilliant assist. Mane, lovely chest, lovely finish. And did you think then? Here we go. Twenty five minutes. They can't keep up. Here we go. One nil. And we're going to steamroll this. Yeah, I mean. That first goal was always going to be crucial in my head. I really wanted us to get an early goal. A, because, you know, it may it may tempt them to come out. And B, how good defensively we've been and how good we are. That first goal, it's, it's, it's mad, isn't it? How Sadio uh, missed, like, sort of four one-on-ones. Like, was it Tuesday we played, isn't it? And, like, yeah. pick easy chances. And this one, right... He just casually takes on his chest and then volleys it with his weaker foot past probably one of the best goalkeepers in the world. You know, it's funny how football works. I mean, everyone was like, well, Sadio's going to make up for it on Sunday. And, and I really did because it just shows you, again, it shows you the mental strength of the guy, you know, the way he took that. And just his general performance was absolutely brilliant. I thought he was, well... We'll probably get on to the best, you know, good, you know, best players, candidates for man of the match, but he's definitely up there. I thought he was brilliant, especially after the end of the Napoli, where he he seemed a bit down, even though we had won. But you know, he, he sort of he was. I was at the ground and he was kind of sort of apologising to the crowd for missing. He didn't have to, you know, that's part and parcel of the game, missing chances. But I thought today was brilliant. Um, the pass from Fabinho, absolutely sensational. Just showing different things he's got in his locker the more he plays now. So we've seen the, the, the tackles, the blocks, the interceptions, and now we're seeing sort of weight of passes. Fucking mad, isn't it? Yeah, what do you want to say? Fucking mad. Come here, Ma. Um, <laughs> come here, Gav. Come here, come here to me. Um, <clears throat> real orders thing to say, isn't it? Uh, but, like, Grizz is saying there about Fabino showing extra, you know, um, balls to his string, as Grizz would tell you. But he, he, he is, is, is Fabino in a little bit of shock there in that game, Matt, because he's expecting 100 miles an hour, tackles flying in, being pressed, you know, um, looking around thinking this is going to be hell for leather today. And in 25 minutes in, he's able to take a ball, turn, look, and look probably seven players between him and 
seven opposition players between him and the goal, and he's able to play a floated ball, a nice ball, but a floated ball in where he, this guy isn't tracked. Do you think Fabinho was a little bit shocked at this game because everyone's talked up this game and he said, oh, this is what I've signed for, these sort of games, and he'd, he'd probably expect them. But was it a shock to Fabinho for you that, that it, it wasn't easy, but it wasn't anything he expected it to be? I don't know, mate. I think you're taken away just from how just how good he was and Kaiser was. And oh no, field. I thought he was outstanding. Yeah, and no, I don't because I it was still 100 miles an hour the first 30 minutes. But they just every time they got ball, there was a turn and they and they lost two players. It was all on them. They, they were getting pressed. They they were just completely outclassing them when they were pressed. Um, yeah, I think so. I think Gav's too much. Saying how crap they were, and I agree with Matt. It's just no, no, I'm not. No, what I'm saying is, look, we all know, we all know they were crap. We all know they were crap. What I'm saying is, Fabino coming into that, you know, people have spoke about Fabino, and you know, like you said, and a great point. We've seen the tackles, we've seen the blocks, we've seen the track, and the, he's good in the air. Is is he a little bit? All I'm trying to say is, do you think he comes into that game thinking I'm going to have time to turn here, look and play a ball that easily? That's all I'm asking you. I'm not saying he I just to... think he comes in and pulls out one of his best performances ever. I, I I didn't know this lad was this good. If he starts doing that regularly, he could be the sign of the season. Hmm. But what's that? You know, Stephen Stephen LFC Stephen LFC here just says, Gav, Man United are just shit. No, they are. They are just shit. It's just I'm just shocked at how bad they are. You know, in 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 a, in a game that's probably their biggest game of the season, how bad they were. This, this is what happens a lot. We we dominate a team and we smash the team, and everyone says how bad they played. Mm. Yeah, we make yeah. we it can't just keep happening. We make these teams look bad. And that's oh exactly yeah, no, we, we do, we do. And look, I'm not taking that in the way from the Liverpool performance. I thought they were they were great from start to finish. I'm just, you know, I'm just disgusted at United for turning up and doing that. And despite being beating them, I just, you know. It just screams minimalism, minimalism to me. It's just, it, it's, it's just not right in my opinion. In the um, we're one nil up. Uh, we're looking good, and then they equalise. Um, Alison Jordan the week makes an absolutely outrageous save to keep us in the Champions League. You know, people are, you know, people were saying he's the best in the world. He's, he's this, that, and the other. You know, he's a massive step up on what we've had. There's no doubt about it. He's made one mistake away to Leicester, in my opinion. He's made one today. Two yeah, in two, two in two in seventeen league games. Um, one one that cost us a goal. It was a bit more sickening for me because it's you know it's the only time they venture forward. But you know, the, looking at the goal itself, um, there's nothing really anyone does wrong. He tries to catch it, hits off it, he, he loses it as he comes down. But the reaction to it is great, isn't it? You know, we get back up. He's annoyed, but again, you can see that focus and. You know, yes, you let him away. You let him away. You let him away with that because you, you you trust this team to 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 brush it off fairly quickly. Yeah, I mean, I just don't expect him to 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 make the errors again. I mean, as soon as the ball comes to his feet after after the Leicester game, even when he made that error, he's not he's not he's not shaking. He's not misplacing his pass. He still keeps his cool. That's just, that's what matters, you know. Yeah, no, he does. He, he keeps his cool, but. You know, I seen online on on social media straight after it was like, oh, I thought he was the best in the world, and yeah. I thought he was. The, do, do you do you think do you think that people are just 
that's that's the level of nervousness from opposition fans around Liverpool that they're scratching for this now. They're scratching for yeah. anything to try throw back I at us. I think it's one, our own fans showing their nerves, you know, saying, well, I saw a lot of Aaron fans kind of panicking as soon as he made the error, like, is he that good? But it just kind of projects our own sort of fears onto him. I don't think he's shown any of that. Like, if, if we had success... Uh, recently, I don't think we'd be worrying as much. It's only the fact that we're we're almost, you know, so long without a trophy. It's that it's, we yeah. think maybe it's worse than it is. You know. Yeah, well, we're walking the toy rope of emotion, sort of thing, instead of uh, being not in just it. that, Gav. We uh, we've come so close uh, so many times as well. People are kind of scared to believe now. I think. Yeah. And people are uh, people don't don't want to get their fucking hopes knocked down. It's an it's an look it's like I said a couple of weeks ago, it's an inbuilt um it's an inbuilt nervousness in us that's that's gone yeah, and yeah. affected us since yeah. we've you know, it's the majority of us have started supporting Liverpool, I suppose. But I mean for me, if you look at last season, uh winning that Champions League would be absolutely unbelievable. Of course it was, but I had so much fun on that journey to get to the final. Yeah, it was brilliant. That, that last little game doesn't—it it does bother me, but not as much as it should. If you know what I mean? Because mm. the journey is so much more fun. Mm. You've got like what? What are you going to enjoy? Four months of uh, smashing through teams across Europe for one night. Yeah, it's the four months, isn't it? That's what you remember. Yeah, but like it's also it's also in 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 the summer of or in May of two thousand and eighteen. We're building towards something. This isn't the pinnacle for us. It's 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 probably an overachievement in the Champions League last season that you walk away from it thinking, ah, but it was great and it was great, don't get me wrong, the, the, some of the nights were just outrageous. But like like Andy said there, it is a nervousness from our team, but Grizz are, are their fans, I suppose, because they are on a tightrope in my opinion of being they don't want to be too confident because they, they've been they've been hurt so many times before, I suppose. But Grizz, the reaction to the goal, um were you encouraged with the direction of the goal? Because I thought a little bit after, the, you know, the, the whole stadium is stunned because it's like, how the fuck is this a one-all draw after what we've done? But, you know, we get to half-time and, and, and the, the, the thoughts amongst a lot of supporters was, it's all right, Klopp will sort this out at half-time. Um, were you all right with one-all at half-time? Were you confident going in? Were you, were you on the Joe Walsh um, bandwagon of 3-1? I wasn't on the... I wasn't okay with going one-one. Uh, I really thought it was uh, a devastating blow because that performance in that first forty-five deserved like a two-three goal lead. Uh, but again, I was very, I was I was pretty calm, just like the Liverpool team was. Uh, I think Indigo mentioned we don't seem to panic. I mean, even though Alisson had made it an error. You could see a resolve in the team. You could just the types of player players we have now in terms of like your Virgils, uh, Robertson, um, even Fabinho. Kind of that spine is very strong. It's very new, and they haven't gone through the turmoil when sort of the nervousness past teams have had. You know experiences that they've had against United. You know where we sort of used to crumble as soon as they score. It wasn't none of that. I didn't feel as though we were going to lose ever you know I, did, I just wanted to get an early goal again and then we won't make the same mistake because as we know Alisson only makes mistakes every 17 league games or so which is fine you know if that goes through the end of the season so you know I, I was confident um, I did think I did think Shakiri would come off and make a, an impact but, but boy 
What an impact he made. I, I don't think anyone saw that kind of impact. Look at him jumping in early going, oh, no, he's making impact. Oh, yeah. I remember, I, I remember cool. saying it to myself, he's making impact. Who's uh, this? Alice Grizz. No, I know Grizz fucking jumping in there early yeah. with the security. Can't wait. Look at him. Look, he can't fucking wait to get going. We're, not, we're only at half time. Uh, he's rocking in his chair ready to go there. Um, but no, hey, listen, just quickly on Alison and mm. on the mistake. Yeah. If you think about it, we've conceded seven in the league this season mm. out of 17 games. Mm. Two of them, have, he's gifted to the opposition. Mm. So in 17 games, we've, we've conceded only five goal-scoring chances. Yeah. Like, we, do you know what I mean? We've only been played through that amount of time. And that's Van Dijk, that. As good as Allison's been as well, Van Dijk. We're, we're just not giving the opposition anything. Yeah. Anything at all. And it's not even that you're not giving them anything. It's like, <coughs> you're walking it... The, the, as an opposition player, you have to be walking out going. And despite, you know, these players having major confidence in themselves as professional footballers at the highest level, they have to be walking out going, this prick, how do I get past this prick? You know, do I play on him? Do I play on his on his partner? Because if I play on his partner, he'll cover. If I play on him, he just I won't get that nail of him. Will I play in between him and Robertson? No, sure, Robertson's, Robertson's just running. No, it's true, though, absolutely. You know how many times we've mentioned about... Virgil improves everyone around us. We know Robertson's the best left back in the world. We know Alisson's fucking amazing. But do you know how many times Lovren bullied Lukaku today? I mean, it's just, it was fucking amazing to watch. I mean, Klein, you know, as we, we discussed before, up against their, probably their most potent attacker in sort of, or the quickest and sort of the liveliest, Rashford. Klein and Lovren, and they tried to target our, our right a couple of times, or you know, whenever they half had half hearted attacks they tried to come down our left we just weren't having it and it's brilliantly brilliant to watch the confidence levels of the likes of Lovren the likes of Klein who, same with Matip though just oh, as much yeah. difference yeah. yeah absolutely awesome and it's brilliant it is Virgil but it's a, it's a combination of Virgil and Klopp instilling this confidence and belief in this in this team yeah no it is it is and look you know the second half starts and Indy, I'll come to you. They bring on, they bring on this Darla clown, um, Fellaini. Uh, they bring him on, and now you know what they're doing. Now you know this is yeah. this is their backup. This is their plan B that they're going to go to because they've managed to get in a half time level. And if you thought the first half was bad for them not attacking, I thought the second half was just fucking hell. I thought if they get any deeper, they'll be in the fucking cup. They'll be on the front row watching this game <laughs> if they get any deeper. Indy. I've watched Liverpool many, many years, right? And I've watched this team in particular over the last, you know, evolve over the last three, three years or so. And the one thing that's always being thrown at, at them is, you know, apart from defensively and goalkeeping stuff, but the main thing that will be thrown at them is if you can slow Liverpool down, if you can make them play in front of you, they struggle in a certain way to break you down. They struggle to get through. If you And if you hang in, if you hang in there, you'll come away with something because they don't have the tools to unlock you. They have one way of playing, which is at 90 miles an hour, and it's it's um, crash-bang-wallop football, I suppose. But when you see this second half lining up and you see the first couple of minutes, are you still confident? No, we're a different, we're a different animal here. It is a myth now. It's finished, that myth is commentators will repeat it for probably two more seasons, you know, saying, oh, Liverpool teams sit back, Liverpool can't break them down, you know, but it's just, we've proven that wrong now. It's been too many games with without that issue. So as soon as, as soon as they levelled it, 
Um, I just thought, yeah, they sat back even more with Fellaini. You know, they did okay with him at the start, but I was thinking, yeah, we can break him down. We got more, we got more runners off. We got Shakiri. We've got extra choices, less, less kind of pressure on Salah and Firmino, and it's it's all clicking. So, I I, I, don't, I think that's a myth now. Yeah. Yeah, I think I I don't know. If it's it's a oh myth, God. but what as it segues into this, these, mm. there's two other myths that Klopp has fucked off at the, this season. Mm-hmm. First one is um, his, his substitutions aren't good. We mm-hmm. he uh, we've we've made ten points from substitute goals this season. Ten points. Oh, that's unbelievable. Oh, wow, really? That's that's look at this. I have a, I have a feeling he's just gonna fuck off now. I have a feeling he's just hitting that red button and going. Done. That's I'll me. Uh, yeah. The second one is we he can't coach defenses because mm. look at us, we've got one of the best defenses in Europe now. Mm. Uh, so all these things that people were saying, he, he was just taking his time to get around to it, and now, we're, as you know, we're just an unstoppable team who mm. scores ten points from the bench. It's an evolution of of a team, you know. It, it really is. Yeah, come on. I tried to add to the point about the, a win for football because you know another myth. We're talking about myths, but you know this Jose Mourinho myth about. His substitutions always make an impact, and he makes the most bravest and daring substitutions that mm. actually affect the game. Well, fuck off. No one's ever said that. You've just oh, made that up. No, he didn't make it up. No way. I've seen it across Twitter thank every day. Yeah. Thank you, Nico. You're regular now. Uh, <laughs> Don't like this lad. Basically, I loved it. You're just going to have me removed now. That Gav, that uh, Jose Braun Fellaini, and he thought he's going to make a fucking. Because he, th- he saw that first 45 minutes and he thought, this is fucking. This is not working. So he brought off that Della or Bell. Oh, the right. best right back in the world that he was there when he played a couple of weeks ago, yeah. I think he was scared because he got a yellow. <coughs> so he, so he I don't thinks, think he comes off if he doesn't so have he that. Thinks, so he thinks, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to press them even more. I'm going to sort of rush them even more. Bring on my fucking camel for Fellaini, right? <laughs> and, it, and it so happens that they actually, as you said, were worse. We actually overran them even more in the second half. So his substitution backfired and we scored another two goals in the second well, half. You, Lovely. Do you remember, was it last season? And they had Fellaini sit on Trent. No. Uh, no, it couldn't have been last season. Season before, maybe. And they had Fellaini sit on Trent and everyone was saying Lucas should have sat in front of him. And he yeah. didn't. What What did you see this time? When Fellaini went there, Fabino dropped and he, Fabinho sat with him and battled yeah. with him. Yeah, it's a standard. It's, dominated but them. that's a standard thing. That goes back to Old Trafford last season when, when Lukaku was winning ball off, off Lovren and, and Rashford is, is attacking um, Trent and they get two goals out of it. The, the, the standard thing and the easy thing to do is, and it was naivety at the time, I think, because there was too much belief in that we could, we could you know, um, stop them from doing it. But the standard thing is, is your midfielder comes along and says, I'm getting to the pitch of this ball. I might win it, but I'm not going to make it easy for you. It's and it, Matt. It's just it's an evolution of tactics and how we play. And like you said, he's setting up defensively a lot better. Setting up defensively doesn't mean that you, you have to do certain things. That's that can be from throw-ins, long balls, goal kicks, anything. That's all defensive work. And he he's evolving this team into, you know, see, you're being called a machine. These are a fucking machine. I said this a couple of weeks ago. We are a machine, and it, just keep going. You know, and improving and. And we can go anywhere and we can do anything. Look, moving on. Um, oh, I had a great point. Oh, go on then, go on. I, I just, I just, your new name, Matt, is called, your new name, Shaq has shouted at me there on Periscope, uh, Matt the Stat. So uh, that's sticking. <laughs> this uh, isn't a stat. Uh, the thing is, difference with City is, if you attack City, you score. 
if you attack us, we get the goals. And, and that's the difference because we can, we can absorb the pressure. Their defence has got absolutely nothing on us. Their attack might be a little bit more fluid, but it's mainly out of fear, I think. If you get a sick and be got out easy, we can't. Yeah, I, 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 my, argument to the, my argument to City would be attack them. If you're going to lose 5-0, try attacking. Rather than sitting back and getting beaten four or five, yeah. And and their only weakness for me is if you attack them, and if you can counter attack them really well, there's definite opens in the city defence. Um, but look, I'm not talking about them. Um, they're they're just someone else that's trying to take our title from us, and we're not going to allow it. Um, but moving on, you know, uh, to be honest with you, I said before the game they look like they've an awful lot off the bench, more so than what they started with. When I looked at when I looked at Martial and I looked at um, Pogba, who didn't get on, did Pogba get on the pitch? No, no, he didn't. No, um, I was trying to think. Would you throw him on last stage? And I couldn't remember. No, he doesn't play Paul Pogba, which is you know that's another internal thing that's going on. And for me, Pogba is a fantastic footballer. Just being again used horribly by a manager that just doesn't know what to do with him. Again, if if you put Pogba in Liverpool's team, I think he'd run amok. Um, again, young, hungry, talented. You know, Klopp will work wonders, but again, it's just an outlook thing um, with the way Mourinho wants to be. But. Um, I before, like I said, I thought before the game they have a bit off the bench where you know we we, we were, I was looking at Shakiri and Sturridge and their game changers, but the game moves on and moves on and eventually Shakiri and credit to a couple of people on Twitter where I've seen them saying he could be key in this as the game was developing. He comes on, he's not on the pitch two minutes and he makes it um, he makes it two one. Grizz, um, I love. A right-footed, deflected, spawny, off-the-fucking-bar goal um, more than anyone. But when you do it today, it means extra. And um, he's starting to make his mark in a big way, Shakiri, isn't he? This is exactly why we brought him. Not a regular starter, but uh, when he does start, he's magnificent. And when he comes off the bench, that fire's still in his belly. And you could see that he was, he was you know, sort of... Absolutely ready to come on and make a difference, and boy, did he! He just as soon as he first received the ball, I remember just him making a run, you know, cutting inside, looking for that pass, and his and and, and I take away his goals, but you know, um, his his way of passing, the way he, he threads that pass into Salah is becoming quite uh, quite a, 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 a positive move for us, a quite deceptive move as well. I mean, um, you know, he's just a how do I say this? I was going to say fresh of breath air. Of course you were. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'd say. But he's a uh, fresh air. Yeah. He's a fresh air. He's lightning. He's up for it. He's a, pro- he's a pocket dynamo, isn't he? And he's just the kind of guy who will just not moan. You know, all that. Another myth, Matt. Another myth that Shaq's going to be pissed off on the subs bench and grumpy and make it say, no, he's not. He loves Man, it. Busted. He the subs bench, you can see him celebrating every goal, fist pumping and sort he of... got asked that in the uh, post-match, didn't he? Hey. He said, he, he got asked about that in a post-match interview. They were talking oh, about right. him sit, sitting on the bench and he said, I don't know what you're on about. I've started loads of games. I'm, I'm loving it. He's started the last five games. I mean, it's not, <laughs> Grizz said he's not a starter, but I, I kind of disagree with that. I'd, I'd actually start him ahead of Kate. Yeah, Kate's fuck him. Rest. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no football. Chris. He blags his way through pods, <laughs> <laughs> and he's become a celebrity off the back of it. The yeah, break. yeah. We're not yeah. having that. Yeah. 
Yeah, Grizz is now um, he's now rescinded your fucking uh, invitation as a regular. Uh, you're, you're, okay. He's he's, uh, he's having second thoughts about that, but um, no, he, he does make a difference. And and for me, he he comes on and things just seem to open up when he comes on the pitch. It's like opposition are looking going, where's he gone? Well, he should be over here. That's where he's come on. And he's he's on the left. He's on the right. He's in the center. He's he's coming deep. He's he just seems to find positions at the right time and like if you look at the goal he scores the, the first one you know we get to the end line and we cut it back but look how many look how open it is when it comes off the keeper for all these players that these are meant to have defensively there's a big gap there and Klein is running into it and I'm looking going oh no fucking way and appear, security just appears as if to say no fucking way kid I'm putting this I'll start this out but it just United seem to get Spooked by him, and a lot of teams seems to get spooked by him. But Matt, he, he goes on then, Matt, and he he makes a three-one. And if I love a right-footed shot, as I said, that deflects and goes in off the bar, but there's nothing better when it comes on your left foot, and he and he tries to place it, and it deflects again and goes in the bottom corner. One of them is great. Two of them is outstanding. Outstanding player of the season. Um, I'm I'm saying it now. I just think you should close the ball player of the season. But Matt, he makes a three-one, and that is it. That's it, dead and buried, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. You, you were talking about how they feared him. The thing with Shaq is he's just so aggressive in attack that defenders know he's just gonna he's gonna run at you. He's gonna keep trying. If you tackle him once, he'll just keep keep going again and again and again. And he's he's the epitome of a clap uh, a clop attacker really. Well, I mean, we all said it uh, last week on on the pod. The spawnier the better. Yeah. The fact that we got deflections, I love yeah. it. But you look at it, it. Not neither of them were were more spawny than their goal. So. They haven't really got a leg to stand on. For our keeper to have it in his hands and, and need out of his own hands, that's as spawny as you get. For us, at least we're, we're having a shot on target and we're actually breaking up play and moving the ball around. So it was spawny, but nothing compared to theirs. I can guarantee you that's what Mourinho's going to um, walk off this week. They got two deflected goals. I can guarantee you that's, that's his... Um, I don't know. He was seven, singing seven. our praises after the uh, match. He was which? Yeah. yeah, he was singing our praises. Yeah, I think yeah, but I think when you see him during the week and he's asked about it, I think he's gonna say stuff like, "Oh, we we scored fucking three goals, but we lost three one." You know, one of these sort of shite that he comes out. Nah, with. he won't be asked that because he'll be sacked. Yeah, but he Get will Mark be. Mark Hughes to the end of the season. Mark Hughes, give it to Giggsy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if he gave it to Giggsy, I'd fucking love it. He can do. It. Is he the Wales manager now? Yeah, I think he is. He can double job. He'd be alright. Um, but look, it's it's a three-one win. It's it's. I want to I want to have a look at a couple of players and and you know um, talk a little bit about them. And we get on to man of the match as well. But I, I want to go back to Nathaniel Klein because um, he's a guy that a lot of people don't understand what's going on here. Is he injured? Is he just out of favour? You know, he's probably far, he's probably four choice right back. You know, when you look at it and you say, you know, you have Trent there, you've Gomez covering Milner will probably play right back if he was fit today. I think, um, but he comes in and. Indy, for a player to come in for his first, second appearance of the season, I think he plays League Cup against Chelsea at home, but for a player to come in like that and put on a performance like that, I think is very, very encouraging, not only for him, but as a squad, again, to show everyone around us, we can do this and we don't have a problem doing it. Yeah, he, he did a lot better than I thought he would. I mean, he had that one time where he was passed at the end. Do you guys remember? Mm. But he kind of slipped a little bit, but he tired at the end, but he did really well. I thought, I mean, his fitness isn't great. He's been playing with the under 21s and he's been injured before this, I think. 
yeah, he's, he's been yeah. injured and, and he's been out and there's been different bits, you know, that come up about him and there's talk of him leaving and there was, I think Everton were linked a couple of weeks ago and then there was newspaper articles saying, no, Klein, any move uh, that Klein could potentially get would be blocked now because of the injuries to Gomez and, and, and Trent. But it was just so encouraging to see a player come in and not only come in and just be functional, but to come in and look like he knew exactly what we were at. He didn't look out of place. I don't mean ability-wise, to, but to not look out of place in the setup and how we play, I thought was very encouraging. Matt, one other player um, I want to go to, and we, we touched on him earlier, is um, Fabinho. There's a lot around, made around this midfield, but for me, to, 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 to go from shoes, you know, where you had Henderson, Milner, Wijnaldum, and then turn it around and keep Wijnaldum and replace Milner and Henderson with Fabinho and Keita, just shows the strength we have in there, and we should be our confidence in this midfield, regardless of of the setup of it and the makeup of it, it has to be growing week on week. Because you know, I look at Liverpool teams going back a couple of years, even or you know, probably a year ago, and when you rotate out certain players, they just don't function. But again, like Klein, the, the functionality of that midfield was was spot on again today. Yeah, I mean, a couple of years ago we had no rotation. We we were going from. Um, Steven Gerrard to I don't even know Jay Spearing that was the rotation Jay Spearing um, so now we've got six six midfielders we've still got Ox to come back as well and we just need to accept that these are all going to rotate what we saw today from not just Fabino but Naby as well I want to touch on him we saw fresh legs so fresh legs and players which have been drilled by Klopp of how to play in this midfield and today it just all came to fruition and it was beautiful um, they <laughs> Indy doesn't know it's alright <laughs> um, yeah and it just today it just we saw uh, we saw probably the best midfield performance we've had this season because of that because of the fresh legs they just absolutely dominated they chased everything down I, I I don't know any of the how many times we pressed or anything like that but it seems today we were pressing pressing more than we have before and we were talking about this if you compare it to last season it was around a, two weeks ago last season where we, we started to put our foot down and it looks like we've done the same now 4-0 last week 3-1 uh, the week before uh, Napoli was only 1-0 but we played really well and we're starting now instead of just getting the 1-0 wins and, and the lucky wins we're starting to dominate teams and that is what Klopp's been giving up for fresh legs from these two he hasn't thrown them in at the deep end uh, he's, he's taking them out the limelight so they're both big money players and, and you know the press can jump on people if they have a bad start Klopp's made sure that hasn't happened and it's been beautiful the way he's done it yeah it's not for me putting your foot down yeah but it's it's just showing a consistency w- with rotation that is really impressive to me. You know, it, it, it's very easy to, to rotate and you know, probably a slip here or a slip there, but it's just a consistency of play from everyone that you don't need to put your foot down because other teams, you have to remember, are going to tire in this time and they don't have the options we have. They may have the numbers we have, but they don't have the options where these players come in and, and nothing changes. <clears throat> to me, that looks the way we are. With pe- players come in, we don't, we don't change the... The standard doesn't change and, and we're able to do it. But getting on to the putting your foot down thing, I think once we turn into the new year and you have these players that are being rotated in and out and he then, because he, I think he will decide on on more or less an 11 come come the end of January. But then they'll be fresh enough to put the foot down and go, yeah, this is us and we're going for it now. It's it, it's extre- yeah. it's extremely encouraging. I, no, yeah, I go on, Chris. I, no, I don't think he needs to decide at 11. I don't think he will now. 
Uh, especially if we're in the Champions League and, and Premier League and we want to attack both, we can't. You can't, you can't pick an 11. We've seen that in the past where we've run down towards the end of the season. He's got to learn from this. Yeah, like agree, when yeah. he learned when he first got here and he, he didn't understand how bad the Christmas period was. Next season, he learns and he started rotating. This is what he's done. I, I don't think we have an 11. As much as Twitter hates that, I think changing the side dependent on the game, whether that be changing the midfield up or the shape, you know, 4-3-3 against Napoli. I mean, a lot of the fans hate that because on FIFA career mode, you know, you just play the same old team every game. doesn't matter. It's just stats. But I think in football, you really have to manage it. And that's underplayed in, in real life, you know. Yeah, so, yeah lash him in the, the clock. Lash him. Okay, well, that's he, he just bashed me angry as I tell you. Well, Indy, you better have a fucking go at Matt in the next 10 minutes before we finish up, or are you very upset? No, but no, I, I look, uh, right, okay, I take his opinions on board, but I still think he has an eight or an eight or nine players there. If he was, if he, you know, if if it was put to him, what's your 11? I think he picks eight or nine that he's, he's definitely. He's definitely maybe three. No, I don't think so. I think no, there's eight or nine. I, I agree with Matt. I agree with Matt. Of course you do. <laughs> well, he's obviously throwing you a few quid before we started. Well, Grizz was eating his chips and I was having a smoke. They've made some sort of pact. Um, but uh, no, look. The, the, well, fanta- well, Matt, I just wanted to buy in because I was going to. You're talking about Fabinho. Yeah. Your initial point was about Fabinho. Mm. And it's just amazing that every signing Klopp has made, made is elevating the position that that player comes into. So, for example, you know, Salah's elevated and sort of transformed our attack, so to speak. Alisson has sort of, you know, been the best keeper we've had in ages. And we all know what Virgil's done for the defence. Now, if Fabinho, it's not even an if, because it's just a matter of when. But sort of, you know, if Fabinho has the same effect on the midfield as well, it only bodes well for the for you know for the for the for the team. I mean, he's elevated that midfield. That midfield performance was as as good as any individual midfield performance I've seen in a while. And and this is no and you know before viewers and listeners start saying oh this is Hendo bashing or Milner bashing or any it's not bashing at all. No, it's you can you can give an opinion on a player without having to discuss yeah, another player. Can. That's a level. Yeah. And 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 you're going to get loads of people saying. Oh, did you see how we played against United? Fabinho, that should be our team. Uh, no, because we're playing shit today. We were playing Napoli, who are a fantastic team and brilliant midfield. And them three lads that performed that job on Wednesday, Tuesday were brilliant as well. So we've got to just accept that, as Matt says, we've got a choice. We've got a selection of midfielders there that any combination or trio can do a job. I actually disagree with Matt in terms of, I think he was praising Keita. I don't think he was brilliant. I thought Ginny and Fabinho were superb. Keita's getting better. I will say that. I agree. Um, I, 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 to be honest with you, Grizz, I think the hardest position to play on that pitch today was where Fabinho or where Keita was be, simply because the volume of United players that were in the area that he was trying to walk in. Yeah, no, no, I get that. But it's, you know, as I said, if we're comparing sort of to the performance Ginny and Fabinho put in, who again, I mean, a shout out for the for, for Ginny, I mean, the amount of effort and running power and, and sort of, you know, <clears throat> stamina levels after the high-intensity game of Napoli, straight into this, was amazing. You know, and again, you know, for the next game, maybe Hendo comes in, recharge, give Ginny a rest. I wouldn't object to it. Yeah, Ginny needs a rest. He's the only... He's the only um constant I think in this midfield no matter what we do um, but where do you rest them I, to me it would probably be Newcastle on um, Boxing Day 
Um, I, don't, I, I don't know. He doesn't like playing away anyway. He does. He loves it now. Sure, he's scoring goals away and everything. He, he really likes it. Um, but look, let's go around and, and top man of the match. I'm at the putting that question on Periscope and everyone to a man and woman has said Fabino. Um, I yeah. think Shakiri gets a, a, a mention. Does anybody want to disagree with Fabino as man of the match? Yeah. Yeah, of course you do. Go. <laughs> I'm going to give it to my mate, Kleine. Yeah. For someone to come out for Saturday night and pull out performance like that. <laughs> I, yeah, you've got, to have some, you've got to have something about you, don't you? Oh, mate, he's got, he's got some character, I tell you. Oh, he, he only got to bed at four. Honestly, mate, he's absolutely knackered. No, I'm, I'm going to give it to Robin. Okay, Robbo. Good show. Yeah, I think you could you could make a show for for a good few players on that pitch today, I think, in, in different it's ways. I don't know, we can't see you. You just keep leaning over and all we can see is your 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 ear. You know, we can see you now though. If you stayed where you were, you'd be fine, but you keep leaning mm. over and disappearing on us um, but now I think uh, you know Matthew he's having a sneaky chip on yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, no, no look Matt, Matt makes a case for Robo there I think he can make a, a case for Klein. Um Fabino obviously Shakiri with two goals when he comes on you know there's, there's plenty Bobby of, Firmino was fantastic yeah I thought today. Firmino was oh, his best game of the season I think absolutely back to his best yeah I mean I'm going to I'm going to agree with it. no actually, I'm going to give it to the crowd I thought the crowd were great. One of the lads on here says uh, he's giving it to Mourinho. So he's yeah, allowed. He can do it if he wants. But um, no, look, it's another win. Um, it's, it is a 17-play, 14-1, three-drawn. Um, it's it's a phenomenal start. Wolves away on Friday night. Newcastle at home on Boxing Day. Arsenal on the 30th, I think. And then you have the one against City. Um, Three games that we're going to go into now, and I would give anything for three wins just to get in there ahead of them. I would give anything, um, lads. I suppose pick me a team for Wolves. Looking at Napoli, looking at looking at the game today. You know, there's a there's a five day break to this one, although it's away from home and stuff like that. I think it does make a difference whether you're home or away. But Indy, pick me a team for Friday night. Um, Shakiri's got to come in for me. I mean, I don't know what you guys think, but. I think he's he's performing better than Cato and, and consistently too. You know, five games before now he's played well. He's won his place back. I'm sorry, but does Milner come back in at right back? I mean, that's the question. Mm. Um, I, I'm asking. Yeah, I'm asking you guys. Come on. Yeah, I, I, I tell you what. I, 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 I think. I think Milner against Newcastle. I think Milner will come back in at right back if he's fit. That would be my my shout on it. Um, so you're you're just basically talking right back and probably security for Kate. Now I bring Shaq I bring Shaq in to give some up front to a rest. Would you? Grizz, what way would you yeah. go? Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd probably uh, I'd probably go with Rashford and uh, Hendo in for Ginny in the midfield. Um, I mean, it all depends on clients how he recovers from sort of this mega, mega man-of-the-match performance. I mean, you know, I'm not a massive fan of Klein, but you always have to respect and, and appreciate when someone puts in a performance like that. You know, we've discussed Klein off-air as well, haven't we, Gav, so many times, and mm. I've said, like, you know, he's just not good enough for us in terms of where we're going when you compare him to Trent. But today, I thought I thought he was absolutely superb. So, I mean, if he's fit, if he's fine, I don't see the point in risking... Milner, let Milner have another few days off 
possibly, because especially with Trent being out for another, you know, week or two. So I'd probably bring in Hendo uh, for Genie, rest Genie, and as, yeah, bring in Shaq. I'd, 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 I'd play Cater again. I'd somehow try to play Cater again. I think he needs a run of games uh, away to Watford. Big pitch. Um, Matt's going to tell me all pitches are the same. Now. Wait, let's <laughs> On the TV screen. <laughs> We're playing Wolves. Um, um, oh. Yeah, you know, Gav, um, Cater needs a run of games, in my opinion, just to get some movement. Even if it's another 60 minutes, another 65 minutes, so I'd play him again. I'd, I'd play him and Fabinho, because they, they've got fresh yeah, legs. I'll, I'll, they've got I'll fresh legs, they're okay. Okay. Yeah, I'd, rest, I'd probably rest Bobby as well, yeah. Hey, right, I'll give you my full team now. Yep. Alisson, uh, Kleine, Lovren, Van Dijk, Moreno. <laughs> it was gone. No, I'm being serious. Uh, if, you're going, if you're going to rest Robertson, it's after he's putting a performance like that. Newcastle is your game. Wolves. I think Newcastle is your game. End the pod, Gav. Yeah, end the pod. Go on. Go on, keep going. He's there to rotate. Right, so Moreno. Grizz, you had your say. Go on, man. Yeah, prick. Uh, Fabino Hendo. Mm. Kaiser ahead. Mm-hmm. Shaq. Salah and Mane. Oh, Mane and Bobby. Yeah, and leaving Salah out. I don't think you can leave Firmino out after that performance today. I think that's it. Could be a performance where it's just clicked for him, and it's he's back in. He's back in the groove. For me, it'd be Allison. It'd be uh, Ico Milner right back. Uh, Van Dijk, Lovren, Robertson. Um, I'd go Henderson, Fabino, Kade, and then I go the front three and then I'd look to maybe rot- Marina. no I'd look to rotate against Newcastle I think that's where you can make a couple of changes yeah. at, at left back we didn't even, and- even play Sturge against Newcastle hmm yeah mm-hmm. Dunham yeah no uh, solid, I, I, solid team no I, t- I think I think you can make a couple of changes there the likes of Moreno or Shakiri gets a start up front and you can rest one and maybe have them on the bench I think that's the game where you look to rotate and then go into Arsenal and see all guns blazing um, we don't have a sponsor on this show we've never really looked for a sponsor uh, but then we thought well, we got a sponsor so what we done was we decided we'd all take a, a, a week each and first one to get as a sponsor wins. Uh, Matt said he's going to go first. So, Matt, sponsors, what is your suggestion for this week? So what's, what it's going to entail, Matt, is you have to think of somebody that could sponsor us that would um, be willing to put up with the bullshit that we um, we produce. And uh, you have a week to try to secure them. Who are you going for? I know a lad that's got a bunch of chicken shops in London. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. I think I can go to him. Yeah. Now, uh, Fuck off, sponsor you. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Chris giving any kind of money away. Yeah. Um, but there's one company who I put a lot of money and a lot of time and efforts into mm. the last few years, and that's Heineken. So right. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get Heineken to give us a sponsor. Oh, I mean, we wouldn't want money if they could just send produce. I'd be more than happy. Yeah. Sound either way. That or a tour. Factory tour. I haven't had one for a while. Okay. It's better, it's better than the Guinness one. If they, so fly, if they would they fly me to Dubai to do a tour with you? Have they no, got something no, over I'm there? No, I'm Amsterdam tour. Oh, it's Amsterdam. Would they let me meet you there to do it? No. No. I'm taking Indy. All right. You and Indy. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and Indy go. You and Indy go. Uh, that would be, be deadly. Um, so Heineken is your show. 
Um, you're going to go off and do a little bit of work on Heineken for the next week and you're going to report back to us next Sunday. Is that correct? Indeed. And who are you nominating to go next week? If you don't manage to secure Heineken as the flagship sponsor for this uh, podcast, who are you going to go? Who would you like to nominate for next Sunday? It's got to be the uh, the fat guy. Yeah, Ian. <laughs> no, Chris. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, look, um, that's been that's been the fatback for. Um, it's been really good. It's been an enjoyable day. It's another win. Uh, the Reds are are still top. That temporarily top is lasting longer than a lot of people expected. Not out, um, not Liverpool fans outside of Liverpool. Um, but look, we go in, we have another game on Friday, We've, we have the Christmas period coming up. We will be here next Sunday, which is the 23rd. We will get in next Sunday and we probably get in the, the weekend after that as well. You know, people have Christmas, people have commitments, but we'll do our best to be absolutely with you. Um, the Trippers will be on Tuesday or Wednesday, they haven't worked that out yet. We will have um, your cop table preview out for Wolves. We're going to try to get out as quick as we can this week because we do play Friday night. And as I said, we'll be back next week. Um, Indy, thanks for joining us. We will have you on thanks. again um, if Grace lets you because I think he's a bit upset with you now. Um, Matt's, bringing, <laughs> Matt's bringing you to Amsterdam, which is fucking, you know, you, what, what can you do? 50 minutes on the pod and he's bringing you to Amsterdam. You can't you can't really lose. Uh, Matt, it's been a pleasure as usual. Grace, go and reheat those chips that are left to your right-hand side. Enjoy them. <laughs> and, um, what? Kingdom. All right, you kind them, did you? Of course you did. Of course you did. Um, you don't let anything go to waste. But um, no, that's been the fat back for. We will talk to you soon. Over now. Attention, Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov/eip to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov slash eip. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. Sports Social Podcast Network.